focus on snacking made right. Mondelez International is leading the sector by offering snacks that are better for both people and the planet. A first of its kind, launched in 2008 with just a handful of farmers, its European Sustainable Wheat Sourcing Program Harmony now incorporates over 1,300 farmers across seven European countries, uniquely combining scale with a pioneering local partnership approach. The Oreo maker has now rolled out Harmony Ambition 2030, expanding on its commitment to grow 100% of the wheat volume needed for its European biscuits production by 2030. Butterflies and bees obviously play an important role in this journey, and the snacking giant is aiming to install at least 30 five-star bee hotels in its Harmony Fellows in the next year. We chat to Marie Elul Karamanian, Mondelez Harmony Program Lead, about the new chapter of this game-changing program. Hello, Marie, and thank you so much for joining me today. Firstly, what is the Harmony program and why is it so important for a company like Mondelez? Sure, thank you to you. So the Harmony program is our is Mondelez International own sustainability wheat program in Europe. Uh, it is a program that was created back in 2008 uh, with just a handful of farmers in France and has now 15 years of expertise. It's now collaborating with 1,360 farmers across seven European countries, and it's covering uh, 98% of our wheat needs to produce our European biscuits uh, in Europe. So what is the basis of the program? So a couple a couple of points, maybe. So I think the, the objective really of the pro- program is to encourage uh, farmers uh, to adopt more sustainable farming practices that aim at uh, caring for the soil, um, at preserving water, at protecting biodiversity, uh, and of course, at reducing carbon emissions. So those are really, I would say, the big principle uh, of the program. And also the aim of the program is to help deliver on our global snacking made right mission and to contribute to our global uh, goal of net zero greenhouse gas emissions across our whole value chain by 2050. And I would say, why is it critical for Mondelez? Uh, It is for many different reasons. Uh, The first one is it is critical for the planet. Uh, Wheat is our number one ingredients in our biscuits, and we are the number one uh, baker in uh, in Europe. Uh, So for us, it's critical that we tackle uh, the key environmental challenges in wheat farming. Uh, that are very much tackled by uh, the Harmony program, climate change mitigation and biodiversity protection. It's critical for uh, for Mondelez because we want to be pioneers. We want to set up a reference in sustainable wheat in Europe, and we obviously want to contribute to our Mondelez goals externally. It is critical also for our farmers because we believe we have a role to play uh, in supporting them in their agroecological transition uh, to make sure they are well equipped uh, to uh, apply and develop uh, more sustainable practices on the ground. And it is also critical, obviously, for our consumers and for our brands. 
our consumers want to behave more sustainably, we offer them their you know, beloved biscuits brand in each of the countries in Europe. So we mm -hmm. believe as Mondelez, we have a role to play to offer them better snacks. The network of farmers is essentially based in European countries. Which countries are these? And does Mondelez see this program expanding to other regions of the world? Great. So uh, today, Mondelez is present in uh, Mondelez with a Harmony program is present in seven countries in Europe. Uh, so we are present in both Western Europe with France, Belgium, Spain and Italy. And we are present in Central Europe with Czech Republic, uh -huh. Hungary and Poland. Okay. Uh, so this is this is the scope of countries, but we are covering uh, nearly now 100% of our wheat needs to produce our European biscuits. At the moment, uh, we are exploring a potential rollout of uh, Harmony to a um, um, wider geographical scope in Europe. But at the moment, no uh, confirmation that this will be uh, feasible and the timeline, but there are further exploration being done. Uh, to see how we can continue reinforcing harmony in Europe. From the introduction of the program in 2008 to today, what has been achieved? Sure. So I think uh, if we if we think about some you know big numbers uh, and also um, big things that have changed on the ground. So let me start by the numbers first. Uh, so 1,360 partner farmers in seven European countries, 90% of the wheat volume needed for our Europe biscuits production, 57 southern hectares of Harmony wheat, 397 southern tons of Harmony wheat harvested, uh, 1,800 hectares of Harmony fallows dedicated to biodiversity, 80% uh, of our European biscuits brands carrying the Harmony label on the pack, which represents 2 billion packs in Europe. Mm -hmm. um, so those are, you know, big numbers that obviously uh, resonate well for, for the program. Just to put a couple into perspective, maybe so, so that it helps you, you know, gaining really uh, uh, the, the breadth of it. We started with 8,000 tons of wheat harvested in 2009, and we are now at 397,000 tons, which means we multiplied by 50 uh, the number of tons harvested versus the year one. Uh, we multiplied also by, we, by four the safe land dedicated to biodiversity over the last decade. So I would say those are you know, some big numbers that uh, tell about the, the, the progress we are doing on the ground. But I think there is also different types of progress that I, I would love to mention. Yeah. First one is um, is really the partnership, the local partnership approach that we have built with our wheat chain and our farmers in particular. This has grown really drastically from year one, and we are now really working in a in a very uh, local partnership approach. Everything is uh, worked together. Every change in the charter is very much discussed when it comes to the feasibility, when it comes to the maturity of the farming practices on the ground, just to make sure you know, everything that we are proposing in the Charter of Farming Practices serve the farmer and serve, obviously, uh, the, the planet interest. Um, and I would say also another point, which is the external collaboration that we have with multiple um, partners externally when it comes to NGO uh, research institutes, when it comes to um, you know, the wheat chain in general, we have built a very strong network that we will uh, I would say, officialized through the Harmony Council with our new ambition for the program. 
And this is super important because we do not build the Harmony program by ourselves. We built it together with a great network of experts externally and our WeChain. And I'm very proud of this external partnership that has grown over the year. You are now going into the next chapter with Harmony Ambition 2030. What does this entail? Yes. So Harmony Ambition 2030 is our new next chapter for our program, our own wheat sustainability program in Europe. And we uh, want this Harmony Ambition to be fully rooted in regenerative agriculture. Mm -hmm. So maybe what's regenerative agriculture to start with? Um, so regenerative agriculture is what we call a holistic approach to farming, which aims to produce high quality crops while also restoring the natural rhythm uh, of our surrounding ecosystem. So what does it mean really in a, in a couple of bullets? It means uh, rebuilding the health of the soil, the fertility of the soil and keeping the carbon into the ground. Right. It means protecting and boosting uh, biodiversity. And it also means um, fostering the well-being of the farming communities. So we are tackling really each and every single dimensions of re regenerative agriculture into our ambition. And we will focus on making a lasting impact across three key areas. First, the environment, helping to mitigate climate change through um, strengthened charter of farming practices. That will also obviously help reduce greenhouse gas emissions and therefore contribute to our um, global net zero emissions commitment. And second, to help reverse biodiversity losses. Biodiversity has been at the heart at the heart of the program since day one, and we want to continue accelerating our progress on that dimension. We want to widen our action from harmony plot to whole farms right. and from pollinators to overall wildlife while aiming to eliminate the most damaging pesticides. So those are really the, the key elements on the environment side. The second pillar is our farmers. We want to support our farmers in their transition to regenerative agriculture. Mm -hmm. And we, are, we will continue obviously paying a premium per ton of wheat to our farmers, but we want to provide them with a more holistic um, toolkit in a way uh, that will be First, uh, trainings, both digital and on the ground. So we are creating this uh, brand new digital e-learning platform for our farmers. Uh, but we will obviously deploy a Harmony tour as well of trainings on the ground, because this is only by combining both digital trainings and on the ground trainings that we really manage to pass the knowledge on. And second, we want to equip our farmers with digital tools that will help them to um, digitize their reporting and monitor the environmental impact that will aim at, I would say, informing better decision making on farms. And the last pillar is our consumers, because obviously uh, Harmony is also built uh, you know, for the environment, for the farmers, but very importantly for our consumers as well. And we are investing in a pioneering research program that uh, is run by our, our own R&D research uh, team internally um, that is looking to demonstrate that more sustainable wheat is also better quality wheat versus conventional wheat. 
So all of those three pillars are really how we, we see uh, our Harmony Ambition 2030. And uh, all of this will be supported by the Harmony Council that I, I mentioned a bit earlier, that will be this external pa panel of scientific experts. Um, some examples are INRAE or Arvalis or NOE, so research institute, but also uh, biodiversity NGOs to really I would say support us in our commitment to regenerative agriculture. How are you getting this message across to your consumers? That's a super important question indeed, because without our consumers, obviously the program uh, would not be uh, heard and would not be understood. So I think we do that in uh, several different ways um, today, and we have a, a great plan for the very near future. So I would say today we communicate Harmony on uh, the packs of our biscuits. Uh, so we are present today on 80% uh, of our uh, European brands, which represent 2 billion packs in Europe in, uh, in 2022, approximately. Okay. Uh, so we have the label on the pack, but we also have a little storytelling that tells the story to the consumer. So our program is about uh, good wheat for good biscuits with wheat that is selected carefully, with wheat that is grown close to our bakeries, uh, wheat that is grown under more sustainable farming practices with a double click and a spot, I would a double click on biodiversity protection. And of course, we work as uh, partners with our farmers. So those are really the, the messages that we land on the packs. But we also communicate harmony to our consumers uh, via digital, via TV as well, via influences, via PR, so in store, of course. So we do leverage, I would say, every single touch point that we have to, to really communicate to our consumers today uh, to talk about uh, what we do with Harmony and the impact it has uh, in order for the program to build some trust, some care, uh, but also some quality, um, I would say, uh, perspective uh, in our brands. And this is how we do today, but we have, um, I would say, an innovative, disruptive way that uh, uh, of communicating to our consumers that we are developing now and that we will launch in uh, April, May uh, this year. So in a couple of months from now, together mm -hmm. with uh, four of our biggest markets and four of our biggest brands. So we will do it with uh, Lu in France, Fontaneda in Spain, Opavia in Czech Republic and Oro in Italy. Okay. And the idea is uh, is quite simple. Uh, so the idea is uh, today consumers are really looking for um, to move from move away from storytelling and enter more story doing. So consumers are really looking to contribute, to participate in the sustainability journey of their beloved brands. Uh, so that's one insight. A second insight is that today wild bees are threatened. But we know that they are essential. They are essential to pollinate our global food crops. But today, a lot of species are uh, threatened by extinction. So our uh, idea with this uh, consumer activation that will happen in those four markets uh, is to bring together those two insights and uh, really have um, our consumers contribute with us to the protection of wild bees. Why wild bees are threatened today? For two reasons. One reason is that um, there is, I would say, um, lack of food sources in general. And mm -hmm. the second reason is the destruction of their habitat. 
Harmony is very much contributing to the, the food sources already because we are uh, we have melliferous fallows around our Harmony fields, which are those flowers that serves as food for wild bees. And we are now targeting to uh, tackle uh, the destruction of their habitat with our activation, which we call Bee Harmony. And the right. idea is quite simple. Our consumers will buy a, a pack and will then contribute to uh, the, um, the installation of bee hotels in the Harmony Fallows. And it's not just any bee hotels. It's bee hotels that we have built in strong partnership with uh, NOE, our uh, biodiversity NGO. They are big. They're like one meter 50 diameter, 55 kilos. They have more than 6,000 holes, different holes with different materials in there in order to attract different types of pollinators, in order for the pollinators to be able to find a space to uh, be safe to um, and therefore, obviously, to reproduce themselves. This is super important to allow uh, the, um, the, um, the, the wild bees to, to live and to pollinate uh, in the future. So this is really what we will do. We will install 30 bee hotels in our Harmony Fellows in the first year. Um, and yes, uh, we, we are very happy about uh, this activation because it's a really beautiful concept that brings together a beautiful marketing object that will mm. resonate really well. But at the same time, uh, an object that will have a verified environmental impact. Uh, and we are uh, happy to be able to bring those two elements together for our consumers in a disruptive, disruptive and uh, activation. Sorry, to um, you know, I would say to to add this to drive impact for our consumers and help them find a way to contribute in the sustainability journey of their biscuits brand with us. Fantastic. Can you reveal how much Mondelez is investing in this initiative? No, this is something that uh, we we will keep uh, confidential. Uh, but something I can mention just to to give a little bit of perspective around it. Uh, so those bee hotels are completely uh, handcrafted, so with ecological right. materials. So it's 100% done by a craft woman in a craft workshop in France, fully done with ecological materials, and then uh, and then installed in our uh, Harmony Fellows. Uh, with our farmers directly. Uh, those little bee hotels will be uh, protected both with a little roof and a little uh, base in order to make sure they last as long as possible from a, a, you know, a climatic standpoint. Uh, so those are uh, extreme, I would say, um, you know, five-star bee hotels for our wild bees uh, that are obviously costly, uh, but that we believe uh, will be a perfect combination of a beautiful object, but that has a a verified environmental impact. Is Mondelez encouraging others in the food industry to follow suit with a similar initiative of their own? Um, so I think we it, it's a, it's an excellent question because as Mondelez we do firmly believe that uh, collaboration is uh, critical uh, to to really bring um, you know some some strong impact on the ground and to initiate a, a change of paradigm. So Mondelez is taking part into, uh, I would say, various uh, initiatives globally. Uh, I can give you one example, which is uh, the SAI platform. Uh, I'm not sure if you if you know this uh, this SAI platform. It's actually right. a platform that is uh, that is called SAI platform, Sustainable Agriculture Initiative. It's a mm -hmm. non-profit network uh, bringing together 170 companies and organizations, uh, leading the way in sustainable agriculture uh, globally. 
So this is a, a platform that Mondelez is a member of, and it's a, a good, I would say, um, network, a good platform to have uh, dialogues together with other companies in order to really initiate a change. Uh, my colleague Cécile Douanel in, in my team uh, was uh, present also at a, a summit in Amsterdam where she met with multiple different uh, other uh, companies. Uh, Danone was one of them. Uh, we did some webinars together around regenerative agriculture. So there is definitely some communication happening that I'm, I firmly believe we can accelerate to, to bring a, um, you know, a higher impact, a stronger impact. But there's really willingness between uh, big manufacturers uh, to find a way to accelerate uh, that journey. So what is your takeaway message from all of this? So I think that the takeaway message is um, is maybe twofold. Uh, the first one is for us, um, regenerative agriculture is really the, the future and uh, Harmony is already very much uh, acting in the regenerative agricultural, um, I would say, uh, fields. Uh, but we really want to accelerate our progress and make sure that uh, some strong new practices are uh, implemented in our charter to uh, change the paradigm on the ground, to test some new practices and be able to gather enough data to prove that it is not jeopardizing yield, it is not jeopardizing uh, margin, and it's really driving um, environmental impact. So we really firmly believe we need to ground ourselves in regenerative in a agriculture in a more intense way in the future um, to make sure to drive this change of paradigm I was referring to earlier. Mm -hmm. So first point. And second point, I really believe that um, it is super important to make sure that we have, um, uh, I would say, a virtuous circle with all the partners involved in this journey. From the research institutes, the biodiversity NGOs that really build the you know, innovative practices on the ground to the farmers that are really the, the key ones responsible for implementing those farming practices and really uh, seeing the change that it uh, it drives. Third, the manufacturers that are obviously here to uh, support when it comes to financing, but also when it comes to tools, to trainings, to really make sure that uh, farmers are rightly equipped uh, to move forward from an agroecological standpoint. And of mm -hmm. course, our brands and our consumers are key. We need to uh, make sure we answer to uh, the, um, I would say, the, the expectations of our consumers for their beloved brands. They ex expect their you know, uh, brands to behave more sustainably. And we have with the Harmony program to offer that to them. And then it's a, it's a virtuous circle because if everyone in a way find their own benefits, uh, th there will be more and more changes on the ground. And this will really enable uh, a slow but a sure transformation in the long term.